What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and today we're going to talk about how to uncage your personality, how to learn how to let yourself be and let the world see you as you are. Now, this isn't like we're not going to sit here and talk about how to free yourself and so on and so forth. Like, this isn't like you be you and you go out and just be mean to everybody if you want to be mean to everybody. Like, that's not what this is about. A lot of people, many people, myself included, for many years and still to this day to an extent, don't sometimes don't feel accepted or don't feel like they're going to be accepted if they become or are the person that they really are. Some people aren't sure who they really are. Some people haven't taken the time to figure it out or because they've covered themselves up for so long, they're not even really that sure who they who they really are. So when we're talking about uncaging your personality, we're talking about letting yourself out and letting yourself go and not being consciously controlled by your mind and by others. Seems, hmm, I don't know, uh, a little unfair maybe to say that you're controlled by others, but we certainly make decisions on what we say, how we act, how we dress, based on what other people think. Because we want to be accepted. Like, we want to be accepted by society. We want to be accepted by our friends and family. We want people to care about us. We want people to love us. We want people to like us. And so, we adjust ourselves accordingly. Sometimes it's for the better. Sometimes it's completely against who we believe we actually are. And we may even get to the point where we don't even recognize ourselves anymore. So... The point of today's conversation is to see what we can start to do to start to unravel all of that, to start to let so let go of some of that conscious, deliberate inhibition, if you will, so that we can uncage ourselves, uncage our personalities, and be comfortable in our own skin and become our best and show people our best. Because the truth of the matter is that we actually give our best to the world and therefore have the greater impact on more people and a deeper impact on people when we are ourselves than when we hold ourselves back. Hard to feel that way sometimes because of the negative feedback that we've gotten from people in the past, but that is the case. That is the case. So why do we cage our personalities? Well, one reason is because we are unsure of ourselves. We're unsure of who we are, or we're just unsure of what we're talking about. So we keep ourselves from maybe saying things, or we keep ourselves from speaking up, or we keep ourselves from pushing back because we're unsure about either the topic in general, or we just don't have the self-confidence to believe in what we're saying, to believe in how we're saying it, to believe in the words that are coming out of our mouth. That's a tough position to be in because you have to be the one that believes in yourself in order to guide yourself to a better life. And it's easy, understand, like, understand I'm saying this as a person who's been there and still to an extent is 
there at certain times, convincing yourself that, well, I just don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm just not going to say anything. Or I'm not going to speak, I'm not going to speak up about it. I'm not, you know, like literally speak loud about it or literally just say anything at all about it because I'm not sure about my own self-confidence. Even if I know about the topic, even if I'm confident about the information, if I'm not confident about myself and I'm not sure about myself, then I won't speak up. And that is a habit that you build and you develop over time. That inhibition, that holding back of your own speech and your own thought. The probably equally as detrimental part to why we cage ourselves is our beliefs about what other people are going to think, our thought about the judgments of other people. And so we hold ourselves back in many ways trying to not be judged by other people, especially today when like cancel culture's freaking crazy. And if you say anything that sounds racist, prejudiced, I don't know, sexist, and what's the, what's the, the term now? Anti-Semitic. Like we change terms every month, I feel like, to, to start to say. But anyway, like cancel culture is so prevalent that people are just scared to say anything about anything. So we just don't say anything. We just don't speak up. We don't, we just don't say anything. Because we're scared of being judged as racist, sexist, anti-Semitic, or whatever. Even on a basic level, we're scared of being judged that we're dumb or wrong or, you know, what, not smart. So we don't speak up. And that's, again, that's a hard thing to overcome because that's a habit that you build. Your brain literally will develop the habit, will develop the neurological connections to stop speaking up. If you have an idea, for instance, someone says something and you disagree and you have a, something to say about it and your mind thinks, but then you hold it back, you suppress it, that neural connection will become a regular connection if you do that often enough, that suppression of that idea or that thought so that suddenly it's just like you just become a person who doesn't have your own thoughts and ideas. And you just don't speak up about anything. At that point, you're not living your life. You're not contributing to the world either. Because the world wants and needs your thoughts. The world wants and needs your opinions. The world wants and needs your contribution. And in order for it to get it, you have to overcome some of these tendencies. They're very hard. Like I said, I have historically been a person who has been very concerned about what other people think about what they say, and more specifically, maybe how they say it. And my own self-confidence in just speaking up. Now, when I'm confident about a topic, I know the topic well, but I still have historically had a historically had a tendency to not be confident in my speech, in my presentation. But over time, as anybody who's known me for any amount of time, I'll say over like six or seven years, they'll tell you that that confidence has changed. 
Now, that doesn't mean that my internal self-confidence is always way up there and I got it. But even if like you go back to the first episode of the podcast, it's much different than the way that I'm presenting today. Yes? 100%, John. Yep, 100% different. So, but when I presented on the podcast, that was a different kind of presentation. At that point, if you would have put me in front of an audience, I don't know how big of an audience, but you put me in front of, I don't know, 50 or 60 people, I would have presented just fine. Because in front of people, by that point, I was pretty comfortable. But then once I changed the environment and now I have to learn to talk to a camera instead, it's a different thing. You have to learn to interact differently with the camera. That doesn't do anything back. So, so it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit of a different environment. It requires a different, a new development of self-confidence, if you will. So we cage ourselves because we're either not sure of ourselves, whether that's not being sure of the content itself, or we're just not sure of our, literally ourselves. And then we're also concerned about the judgment of other people. We're concerned about what they think, what we're going to be judged as, if we're going to be labeled as smart or dumb. And those things keep us from letting our personalities out, from uncaging ourselves from taking the mask off and going, hey, here I am, I'm right here. So it's not easy to start to work through this because especially if you are older than the age of like 30, like you've had many years and many interactions that have built your current communication abilities. So it's hard to start to peel some of those layers off and change how you communicate. Because that's effectively what you're retraining yourself to do when you're letting your personality out. You're, re, you're changing how you're communicating through yourself and to and with other people. So the first thing that you need to do is remind yourself that Everyone else, almost everyone else, has the same thoughts that you do and same concerns that you do about holding back their ideas. Like most people, the biggest fear for most people, one of the biggest fears outside of death, and for some people, a bigger fear than death, what do you think it is? Embarrassment. Well, it's being embarrassed, but <laughs> what are you doing to be embarrassed? No, I'm just kidding. Public speaking. How much do you like public speaking, John M? Oh, I hate it. Big fan. <laughs> oh, I hate it. Um, public speaking is most people's, a lot of people's biggest fear, even before death, but like right after death, it's public speaking. It is public speaking. Now, the irony is, like, all the things that you're worried about being in front of a bunch of people and talking, no one else is paying attention to. Like no one else is paying attention to. They're just trying to listen to what you're saying. So yeah, being able to deliver a good speech is a good thing. But if you're worried about your hand shaking or you're worried about the way that your shirt looks or you're worried about the way your pants are or whatever, like 
whatever that is, they're, they're just trying to listen to what you're saying. Now, if you're having a one-on-one conversation, like the other person on the other side of you is probably having the same inhibitions as you are during the conversation. They're probably also holding themselves back to a degree. They're not coming out with their full opinion. They're not confronting the issue. They're not bringing out their full thoughts because they also have some fear of being judged. So you have to understand that most other people also have these same sort of thoughts and inhibitions that hold them back from saying the things and letting go of their personality. So if you do that, that does two things. Number one, it reminds you that, well, if everyone else is probably having the same issues as I am, then I can maybe start to relax and let myself go a little bit. And maybe that will then let that person also relax and let themselves go. Because as you well know, people feed off of each other. And if one person starts to be more relaxed, be more, you know, less pent up about things, and they're letting themselves out and they're letting their personality go and they're uncaging themselves, then there's a good chance that everyone else in that circle will also start to do the same thing. Not that it's definitely going to happen, but if you can be the leader in that and you can be the person that steps out and lets your personality be the first one to be judged, then everyone else might see that vulnerability and be willing to do the same thing. So you're not only helping yourself, you're also potentially helping others. Then you have to trust that you are who you are. If you don't, if you aren't confident in who you are, it's this it's much harder to let your personality be, to let your personality just show to other people if you're not confident in who you are. Now, that doesn't mean that you all of a sudden have to snap your fingers and be this totally confident person. Like, suddenly I have all this confidence. That, like, snapping your fingers like that, not going to happen. But you start to be that confident person by maybe just simply speaking confidently whenever you're talking to somebody. If you notice when you talk to other people, especially nowadays, since most of us are communicate through text and phone anyway, like a lot of people mumble when they talk. They Somehow we still communicate, but a lot of people mumble when they talk. <laughs> so if you just start by just in a regular conversation, talking, like just moving your mouth purposefully and just saying the same thing that you were going to say anyway, but saying it in a purposeful way, that will start to build confidence in yourself and how you're presenting yourself and your, and your belief about what you're saying and who you are and your confidence in yourself. So simply starting to talk differently and starting to talk, project yourself so that people can hear what you're saying and you're saying things purposely will change your own confidence. And over time, will make, will build your confidence to a level that you start to then 
actually say things that you think and actually confront ideas and actually speak up about ideas and thoughts. To do this, to do that part of it, to start to confront ideas and talk about ideas and think about ideas outwardly, the next thing you need to do then is don't think, just talk. Don't think, just talk. That's a challenging idea because I, I especially tend to be a person that will sit and just think. I'll, I will think for a long time sometimes about what I'm trying to say. Sometimes to the point where I don't even know what I'm trying to say or I just confuse myself about what I'm trying to say. So what I'm suggesting not necessar- is not necessarily reacting. That's important. This is, this is an important point. If you're in a disagreement with somebody, an argument, if you will, I'm not talking about reacting to them. I'm not talking about just blurting something back and just yelling something back. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about in regular conversation, everyday conversation, just, just you and a couple friends or you and one person just bantering back and forth. That's what I'm talking about when I say don't think, just talk. Like, just talk. Instead of suppressing all of those thoughts. Instead of just like pushing back all of the opinions or all of the ideas or all of the beliefs that you have. Like, someone says something that you don't agree with, a lot of people will just sit there instead of confronting the idea. That's not to say that you have to, like, want to get in an argument with everybody all the time. But if someone says something you don't agree with, you go, well, I don't know about that. Uh, Here's the other side of that. Okay, so? Like, that's conversation. That's how you get to know somebody better. That's how the world becomes better. That's how... We move closer to both each other and to a place where we can all talk again. We can all be together again. We can all agree that, whatever the saying is, agree to disagree. Like, that's fine. Like, we can disagree on things, and that's okay. So, practice talking without thinking. Just let it go. Just like if you and some friends are just talking, just talk. Don't, don't hold yourself back. Just talk about it. Like I said, don't, this isn't about reacting during an argument. Don't do that. And that, and that point, like, <laughs> you need to respond and not react. That's a very different conversation. What we're talking about is letting your personality out, uncaging yourself, not holding your back, yourself back because you're scared of being judged. You're going to be judged anyway, like, to be totally honest, whether you're talking or not. So it's up to you if you want to hold yourself back and just not say anything, or if you want to not say anything and people go, well, that girl's a bitch, (coughs) or that guy's a whatever you want to call him, not a nice person. (laughs) So, like, that's up to you. You're... There's a good chance you're going to be judged anyway. So you can be judged by your words or you can be judged by just sitting there. You can be judged by the opinion that you have, the thoughtful opinion, the idea that you have. 
or you can be judged by just sitting there. When you let yourself talk and you let yourself, your personality out, then you are contributing to the world and to yourself. When you sit there, it is the indifference of good men that kills the world, I believe. Actually, I think that's a Bible verse somewhere I just stole. But I believe it. <laughs> it's a snippet of, of a Bible verse. I can't remember the whole thing. Don't hold me to it. Um, nonetheless, it is the indifference of people that, that kills the world. It's because we don't have hard conversations. It's because we don't let our ideas out. It's because we don't disagree. Like, I don't, I don't agree with what you're saying. And that's okay. So let your personality out. Let yourself go. Uncage yourself. Give yourself to the world and see what happens. And you just might be surprised. Good one today. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And until next time, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.